Welcome to the Sailing Into Oblivion podcast. I'm your host, Jerome Rand. All right, welcome to the podcast. Here we go. Today we've got a very special guest here aboard Mighty Sparrow. Uh, I would like to say an old friend. He feels like an old friend, but uh, I think uh, in reality it's been just a couple of months, I think, since he sailed in down here into Ladies Island, and uh, he stuck around doing a few other things, but uh, I'd like to welcome Jason. How are we doing? I'm doing pretty good. How about yourself? All right, keep that microphone close. Yeah, there you go. Very nice. So uh, I guess just what would you sail in here on? I usually start with that question. Uh, I got myself a 1978 uh, Cal uh, 2. It's a 25-footer. It's got a fin keel. Uh, nine foot beam it's a really strong boat Small, yeah but strong strong <laughs> yeah hey sometimes that actually is is uh part of the equation because the bigger it is the more structurally it's uh a little bit it can't take what a small boat can i always say it's like being in an eggshell you know you try and compress an egg on all sides and you can't break it because it's so definitely. small um also it's like cheap on the pocket <laughs> yeah oh yeah no i hear you on that one that's uh that's that's a major major issue i think for a lot of small boat live aboard sailors <laughs> for sure and how how long have you been on it uh, i bought the boat in um late august early september um up in little river of South 2020 yes oh, okay okay yeah. sweet just last year i just got on it i've never sailed in my life that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> well, I had the dream for about, I'd say, probably a year, maybe a year and a half, and uh, just been, you know, YouTubing it, looking up different boats. And well, um, where where did that sort of dream? What what sort of sparked it uh, to sort of move move away from sort of normal everyday and and actually grab a boat and and sail off into the sunset? Uh just. Um, Probably boredom, really. I mean, I was just bored with everything. I'm 41 years old and been doing the same thing over and over, and I want some adventure, you know? And I was like, okay. And I, and I also like the nature. Um, I prefer water. I like I like the land. But I just it was just a battle between do I, you know, buy an RV or like a van and convert it and, and just do the nomad thing. Right. I, I've always wanted to be a nomad. Like, I am a nomad. It does, well, there's something appealing about, uh, I don't know, just trying to, I guess, experience life rather than wor- work your work way it, through yeah, it so you can save and... your money <laughs> for, <laughs> for when you're retired and old. Oh, and, man, it just it doesn't make sense to me. It never really did. Well, and I, I'll tell you, I definitely have thought that many times it'd be just great to get like an old bus or like an old RV and just... Head out of town. I mean, you need some cash to do it, but you can also kind of work your way from place to place. But there's something about, I don't know, just that that sort of traveling sort of mentality. I know that was a huge thing for me. I loved it. Absolutely loved it. Yeah, I think um, <clears throat> for me, I mean, I've always been kind of a loner. Uh, didn't really fit into the norm, I guess you would call it, or the blue collar or whatever. So I just wanted to... 
get away, you know, and I've always done that since I was about 18. I've traveled, you know, a lot of the states and um, done different things, all kinds of different jobs. And, it, you know, being 41 years old now and done all this stuff, I was like, what haven't I done? You know? Right, right, and, right. And, you know, I've, I've had a, you know, slip in camper in my truck and done the states. But I was like, do I really want to do that? Do I want to, like, have to worry about cops telling me where I can park or you know what the insurance prices are my tires gonna go flat who do you know what towns am I gonna enter with all these people you know and all this stuff well and that the ocean definitely gives you a little bit more freedom I would say I mean just being able to anchor wherever you want oh yeah definitely that that definitely helps out a lot and but you know at the same time Anchoring your boat's not like parking in some, you know, dirt road somewhere. You anchor in it the wrong depends. spot, Sometimes that, it's that pretty... ocean gets a little angry at you. Yeah, let's, uh, <laughs> I remember uh, when I was leaving here, actually, I talked to my good buddy, Jerome, and he tells me, yeah, everything should be fine. Two days later, I'm like about two miles outside of a hurricane <laughs> anchored out. <laughs> it was not a hurricane, but hey, you know what? Those stories, they just get better and better with age. So I think last time you told it, it was a tropical storm. Before yeah, that, it was just it a gale. Brought, yeah, it was in between, <laughs> but it was, it was close, man. It was different. Uh, like I said, I just started selling, so. Right, right, right. Getting, well, so you didn't, besides like watching YouTube videos and stuff, there wasn't any any sort of sailing lessons or anything like that. It was pretty much like, <laughs> give me that boat and I can handle it. I remember one time I was in Boy Scouts. We went up to a camp. And I got on a sailboat, and I was, and I drove that thing so wrong. I ended up going hitting the dock. I got kicked off the sailboat. Got my license pulled. <laughs> Classic. There you go. There you go. All right. So we'll take that as a no. That's definitely no. well, but that's not. You know, honestly, for me, that that's it's impressive just because you're you're willing to just go for it. I mean. So many people would never do something like that, and and I think you should be proud of that. Just the fact that you you ventured out. I mean, and you've been you've been outside of the intercoastal. You've been in the big bad Atlantic, and uh, it's you're still big bad too. <laughs> you, it can be. It can yeah. be. You you've sailed. You, you your boat's still floating, and you're still alive. So, well, uh, one thing I've learned in the short time that I've been doing this is uh, my boat will probably take on more than I can. Ah, yes, they typically will, that's yeah, for sure. So, These older boats, because what, what year was yours made? Uh, 78. 78, yeah, okay. I'm a 75, I think, 74, so. Oh, uh, that. That was gotta, when they were really built boats for uh, for seaworthiness rather than speed and, and, you know. Definitely. Interior design, <laughs> let's say. Not harping on any uh, boats out there like Hunters or anything like that. <laughs> 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 so where where'd you pick the boat up at um i actually i was driving in um i bought my son a car i'm originally from california and i bought my son a car and i uh, took it to him he's he's uh in the army at the moment yeah and he needed a car he just turned uh 20 and um needed a car so i bought him a car and then i actually went down and looked at the sailboat i was it was kind of a quick call you know i just was going to drop the car off and I knew I was going to buy a boat and I just left it up to the universe kind of picked me out one and was it in a, a boat yard out of the water or? It, was, it was at a yacht club it was at a yacht club so yeah. in the water yeah oh okay wow so yeah um 
and I went to the boat and had my son come down and pick up the car, and that was the last time I had a car. Holy smokes! Wow. <laughs> and so, how long were you in the marina for? Sort of checking uh, the boat about a, out. About a week, just to sit back and you know check it out, make sure I'm going to be able to go somewhere. Right. You right. know, being fresh, like I mean, total fresh. I didn't know anything about this. Yeah, yeah. Get um, some local knowledge and. Yeah, and uh, it was an adventure. <laughs> and so, so engine didn't work, correct? Or did it? Um, work? Well, I was told that the engine worked. Okay. And then. Um, the guy that I bought the boat off of um, came down and tried to start it. Did not start. He gave me two outboards that were crap. I ended up leaving the marina and uh, going out to uh, well Little River where Birds Island is, and I anchored. My first night, I lost my anchor. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, the road he gives me was just crap. Yeah, I mean, I'm learning all this stuff. Hey, right? no, 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 nothing wrong so, with that. So I'm like, okay, you know, it's either go or let go. You know what I mean? So I ended up just hitting the ocean, and it was the most beautiful experience I probably have ever ever experienced in my life. Really, just going out and seeing. The clouds look like uh, nuclear bombs going off here. You know, if you ever oh, yeah, seen yeah. that. Oh, yeah, big or... old cumulonimbus. Oh, it's crazy. It's they like, are. wow. You know? Now, where, where was that? Was that outside? Right outside Little River going south. Little River going yeah. south. And how, yeah. how far was that north? Where Were you headed down to Charleston at that point? At that point, I was going south. Oh, okay. It didn't yeah, even matter. I gotcha. don't really have a destination. Right. So it's more just, you know, hop in it, you know, see how this thing goes. Gotcha, gotcha. So, so you get out there. How how far offshore were you? Oh man, well I was trying to learn. I didn't like I said I'm new. I didn't know anything about like the currents or the tides or anything. So I was really learning on experience. Yeah, I watched a lot of videos to give me kind of basics. Right, but right. I'm a hands-on kind of guy. Yeah, I could pretty much figure anything out. You know, I just uh, so basically I just went. Um, the current was dragging me all kinds of places. Like I was trying to figure out how to set my sails and how to catch the wind with the current and just yeah, yeah, all those little things. And and it was rough, man. I uh, I went probably uh, thirty miles out, I believe, and then um, oh, so you were out of sight of land. Oh yeah, for sure. Nice. Yeah. How did that feel? Oh, it was awesome, man. I was sitting there. I was just you know screaming, doing the the by myself thing you know right. and at this oh, point yeah. I, you know I, I have a dog now but i at the, that point it was just me yeah and i'm out there just talking to the universe and just you know it's kind of like i i always feel like um tom hanks and castaway when he when he finally lights the fire and there's that scene he's on the beach the, i have great fire <laughs> i love that's that what scene. it is really it's that experience it's that awareness you know um that specific day i mean there was only maybe one one foot swells or something you know it was, yeah, it was, so it was really calm, calm yeah Tranquil, and it was and beautiful. the dolphins were jumping next to me they were following me <laughs> so you um, got a nice little welcome oh it was just beautiful but it didn't last that long i mean it was you know the the first night or you know the first night was good um the second night was all yeah 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 because at this point you know i i didn't um i just bought the boat so i didn't have solar on it i was all trying to figure out my electrical system and stuff right well so i was heading south and i ended up heading into charleston i was like okay that's that's my first destination right and how how far was that from where you started uh it's about i want to say maybe a hundred miles oh okay nice man 
So, I mean, it took me a while to get there. I was really trying to figure out everything. Yeah. And then I didn't have anything to go with because I didn't have, you know, my my auto tiller, my solar, you know, really know how to use my cells, you know. Yeah. And and doing things. So it took me a long time. And and one thing I learned right away is you got to, like, always be on it. Right, you got to see what's going on, you know, all that stuff. You can't just go down below and take naps oh, and watch could, movies, especially without an auto tiller. I mean, come on, <laughs> <laughs> at least not in the beginning. Let's oh, say. Oh yeah, well, I I went full force, you know. So, I, so I go. Um, now it's I'm gonna skip ahead. Two days later, I am like I got a little tutu on the back of my boat, pushing my boat. Right, I'm going upwind, can't catch no sail whatsoever. Cause it's just, I mean, it, I'm just not comfortable with it. And I'm, and I mean, it was, I, I got that delirious. I mean, yeah. You yeah. know what I'm talking about where you can actually hear the sea talking to you. It's like, <laughs> not getting a lot of sleep at that point. Oh yeah. man. It was messing with my head. And I knew, I, I know I'm saying, I just, that experience of, you know, doing that, I ended up calling in. Um, I was hitting some like good six eight foot swells at this time there's a storm rolling through yeah and i ended up going in the charleston main channel right, going right. In. <laughs> i got big old boats around me i'm running on this little tutu huge i got i got my <laughs> i got my head sail out now because i'm there I'm is it to... during the daytime no this is at night at night but yeah oh, this is at night better right? wow oh man it's just <laughs> intense man it is so um yeah, it's it's been an experience. The first the first probably month was, I mean, just hell, just really. nerves, just, a bag of oh, nerves. and it's a test of strength, really. You know, because it's like, do I really want to do this? Right. But I that's mean, the thing is, you you kept you kept going. I mean, you haven't a lot a lot of people. You know, uh, they they have this term called uh, divorce boats out in Hawaii, where guys in the states will. Be like, have a midlife crisis. They'll buy a boat, you know, uh, either divorce their wife or you know, they they just do a big change and they they're like, I'm gonna go sail around the world, and they the only stop from from the west coast is Hawaii. They get to Hawaii and then they put their <laughs> boat up for sale and they <laughs> they go right home, yeah, tail that, between that their legs. Total sense. Yeah. I, you know, that's kind of funny too because I I was gonna go somewhere else with that, but now. Um, because I'm from California, I was looking, you know, Hey, am I going to buy a boat in the Pacific or the Atlantic? Right. 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 So, um, I was, you know, for one, the water's like way deep in the Pacific, you know, so like you're, I mean, there's no chance of survival. You know, you're thinking, well, you know, if I go down, I'm only 40 feet deep. (laughs) Well, no, I mean, mean, that's kind of a, you go 30 miles offshore. It's it's pretty deep. Well, I mean, there's really, I mean, there's Catalina Island. And then you got Hawaii, right? Oh, yeah, in the yeah. Pacific, yeah. I mean, you're yeah. you, you're basically just jumping into the void. I mean, you can do that in the Atlantic. You've got Bermuda, 600 miles out, and then you've got the Azores, what, 1,200 miles out. But Right, I but mean, the, the cool thing about the, the Atlantic is you got where we're at. We get to experience the islands, you know, the southern islands. Oh, yeah. Pretty yeah. much all the way from, like, North Carolina, the Outer Banks down is just, like... It's a big, yeah. Oh, it's, it's like beautiful. a big sandbank, basically. Oh, it's so beautiful. It's just, you know, the wildlife and um, the well, dolphins. The just, yeah, I mean, just having that intercoastal as a as a route to to be able to get from point A to point B is huge. That, that definitely... I, I never really thought about that because, yeah, the West Coast, I mean... That's it. You 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 go. Uh, yeah, you I go, mean, you're going inland you go to like San Francisco. I'm not. I mean, I mean, it's a beautiful bay. Don't get me wrong, 
but it's it's just so much of a different atmosphere. Yeah, you yeah. Know? You, I mean, here, I, I mean, with you know, within the seasons, I mean, you can go all the way up to New Hampshire, New York, where there's you know beautiful places to check out up there, and then and then in the wintertime, you can go you all just the way make down. your way back down. Yeah, right, right. Too bad and we can't you can get do Panama it. anymore. I mean, it's going to cost you an arm and leg. <laughs> that's true. That's true. You got to go the long way around uh, Cape Horn. Yeah, and there's only a couple guys that's you know ballsy enough to do that. Crazy <laughs> enough. <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy, man. So, so you're going into Charleston. You're doing that at night. I mean, that to me, that sounds like an absolute nightmare. I mean, I've come in here into Buford, which to get up to ladies island is about 20 miles or so from the end of the channel and right. it's it's zigging and zagging but there's not i've never seen any big ships in here only a few fishing boats and <laughs> stuff oh man i so okay now you just reminded me of another story um so i so i go up the the thing and i i've contacted a marina at this point um, which one? Oh, the city a, marina it was a charleston city marina i believe it was yeah yeah, yeah. so i so i'm uh mindful i i don't i don't even have my all my electric shut off at this point like everything's yeah because you had no way to charge your oh battery. yeah oh yeah so i'm just i'm totally like free sale <laughs> oh and that's it goodness. that's all i got is my sales my motors are dead um my, my oh pull, even the little outboards oh yeah my pull cords broke i mean this guy has set me up um <laughs> yeah <laughs> dark, right, right? so i'm just I, all i got is like two good sales right and I'm trying to get into this bay right at the cut where you go into you know the 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 bridge where the big yeah, um, yeah. battleship is and whatnot. Uh, and Patriots. I'm, and I'm and I'm trying to sail, <laughs> trying to catch the wind to sail up into this place so I can at least just tie off and sleep for the night, you know, because I'm I'm delirious at this point. Yeah. And I'm coming around and I bust a U-turn to catch it, you know, coming up, and I look to my left and there's a full-on freight, uh, like. Like 900 feet. Not even that. Like, I'm talking 600. I'm like, oh, crap. <laughs> and somehow I got around just right just to miss it. And I watched that thing. That thing was huge. And it was maybe 50, 75 feet away from me going across. It's like, dude, I'm not stopping for you, man. <laughs> yeah. Well, he, he's probably trying to call you on the radio. Oh, yeah. Stuff. Oh, yeah. That's the yeah, sure. You know. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm surprised he didn't give you the five blasts. I didn't get nothing. Nothing. But I Maybe he didn't off. even see it. Who knows? You know, the thing is, I'm a natural, you know. <laughs> <laughs> see, that's the sailor's attitude it right really there, is, folks. It really is, though, you know. I mean, Once it's you just get that boat, either have or you don't, you know. You, you, tell get, you. you get used to it. I was, it's so funny. How'd you get into the marina? Um, I pulled it off, man. I pulled it off. You say yeah. you, you so you got inside that little. I L got in the little L right there, and I came up on the outside of it. Wow! Uh, no, the inside of it. Oh, I went around it like three, four times trying to because the wind was just not coming right. Right, right. You know, and the current was kicking too. So, and it's a good little. Jeez, you know. that that just sounds like a absolute nightmare. To me. <laughs> nightmare. Oh yeah, mind you, I didn't get no sleep for two days. So yeah, I mean, yeah, like, I know, Whoa. right? Holy cow! Wow. But um. So you made it safe and sound, and what was that? I fell asleep, woke up the next day with the guy screaming at me, telling me to get the hell off his dock. Because, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's oh man, it's a it's a great adventure. Um, I wouldn't ask for anything else, you know. I'm no regrets. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know, it's uh, I uh, actually I wish I would have waited and maybe got a bigger, you know, boat per right. se. 
But with what I'm working with, I mean, for me, it's fine. Well, and it's your first boat. Always think of it that way. It's your first boat. So you get, uh, you know, you get some experience on this one. You get, you get to the point where you can sail it. You sort of, you'll be able to just tinker with the engine all you want because you can only go up with that if it's not working. Right. Oh yeah. Yeah. And, um, yeah. And then you, and you also are just going to learn basically, okay, well the next one we're going to, we're going to fire that engine up before I hand my cash over sort of thing and, and all that. So yeah, it's an experience. Just learning lessons with this. Oh yeah, for real. Yeah. And really it's going to give you a better idea of exactly what you're looking for, for the next one. That's what I was just going to say. Yeah. It's, uh, the little nicks and crannies, the little eye dots. And the, yeah, you know yeah, I mean? yeah. And, I mean, you, you'll get to a point where you do feel comfortable to sort of upgrade a little bit. A little well, you money in you your pocket. Me, you know? Well, and then you just you fix that one up and try and make it as pretty as possible and see if you can offload it to somebody else. But That's... let them know, you know, the engine doesn't work unless unless we can somehow get it fixed. Yeah, I think this one's actually salvageable, though. I think, it's, sure. I think it's real something simple. It turns over. Yeah. We just haven't gotten it to fire yet. That's it. That's that's a huge thing. When you turn that key and nothing happens and you know you've got electricity to it, that's when you might as well start unbolting it from the boat. Do that, yeah. And that might be an option. <laughs> no, we don't have to do it. I'm pretty sure that one is still... Pretty good. If we get Aaron's engine to go, I'm pretty sure we can get yours to go. <laughs> <laughs> That's good stuff. Yeah, but well, no. Um, shout out to to Ladies Island Marina too. Just want to say this place is a beautiful place. I know, isn't yeah. it? Dude, it's nice. It's it's quiet, but there's a good group of people. You know, every once in a while we'll get the bonfire rolling, and oh yeah, it's pretty rare. But um, oh, we've know. got some good nights, crab we've, nights. You know, oh yeah, crab uh, night was great. Oh man. Act like sailors around here, you know. Yeah, but it's—I don't know—it's—it's it's one of those things where it's a—it seems like a real happy community of people. As far as there aren't any real disgruntled people, and if there are, they seem to stick on their own, and we don't see them. We don't have to like interact with them and stuff. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. So it's um—it's a good experience, you know. This whole thing's been a good experience. Where where I picked up the boat, maybe it's just something to do with South Carolina. Really, I mean, there's just a great certain state. type there's... of people here, you know. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, and they all seem to get along. I guess in the in the boating community, anyways. Well, I you know I I think for me, I've just always felt like you should be. You should be happy if you've got a boat. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely. It's it's just one like, of those like things. my best. Like there's a lot of people that'll go and uh, you know, buy the you know rent their space at the marina, and they want the you know social so, or social community life of the of the sailing. And then there's yeah, people yeah. that are like me that kind of just want to go and anchor. You know, get my supplies to where I'm taken care of and get lost. Right, right. You know right, what I right. mean. Um, yeah, it's just uh, you know the two different lifestyles. You know? Well, when I'm when I'm down in the Caribbean, that's for sure. What I like to do is is basically dock up every once in a while if I need to replenish on water, food, all that sort of stuff. Maybe stay for like one night, but then I want to go find my own little cove, anchor. I can sort of have my privacy. It's nice to you know sometimes have other boats that raft up or or stuff like that, but. 
when I'm up here and it's cold out, <laughs> I want to be, I want to be on the dock because I don't have a real shower on this boat. I mean, right, right. It's it's basically filling up a gallon jug half with cold and half. Hey, with it hot. works, man. I'll tell you what. I've no, it there. does. But I, I, I'm there. The shower yeah. up there works really well. <laughs> and that's just for me. I'm not saying it's good or bad one way or the other but oh no it's great can, it's great to get a do, real yeah. shower you know and that's you know that's something with with the boating community that i think a, pe- a lot of people don't realize getting into this you know that if you are so used to living in your home and you have all your appliances and this and that you know it gets a little tricky on a boat it does yeah, yeah yeah that you have to give up um a decent amount of sort of the conveniences of normal life like i you know you can if you, if you've got a sixty foot trawler, then yeah, you're gonna have a microwave. Oh, yeah. and a, you know, four thousand dollars worth of batteries and uh, yeah, exactly. Sea, you know, a thousand watts of solar on their deck. You know, or something. right, yeah, exactly. I mean, I mean, and then you know, on on boats like we have, you're giving up a whole lot more. But it's also I don't know. There's something about the simplicity. It's like a freedom. Yeah, it's like you know when I'm heating up my water to you know do a bird bath or something. You know, and I'm all out there by myself. And then you know at first I'm like, well, this kind of sucks, right? And then after I'm like, damn, that wasn't too bad. Why well, I'm always taking a shower? <laughs> yeah, right. No, <laughs> like, exactly. this works. <laughs> and it's more of an adventure. You're out yeah. there. You're looking around. Is anybody watching me? I'm gonna dump this water on my head. <laughs> Oh, I ran out, and now I had to rinse with cold water. That sort of stuff. Yeah, you don't get that normally. Uh, you and, know, and there's some days when it's just nice. I was, I was like, dude, I'll just jump in the water. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. 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 You know? No, that's that's true. Well, and that's where the Caribbean really comes into play because you're jumping into aquamarine. See, that's crystal that's clear. Where, um, just beautiful. You know, start. Look start. at the turtle. Look at the turtle. <laughs> <laughs> that's cool. Yeah, it's um. It, you know, I'd like to be there one day. I think um, I when I first came in, I thought, oh, I'm just going to take off and go to the Bahamas or go to the Caribbean or, you know, do those things. And it's like, you know, get, getting out there on the ocean, actually going and doing it instead of just taking the ICW, like, you know, right, I right. don't want to call anybody out, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, get out there and experience, see what you're facing, you know, and, and doing that, it puts an actual... Uh, not well it is fear i mean people gotta live with fear or else. <laughs> well it definitely gives you perspective perspective that's the Whoa. word you know it's right. like oh god like yeah this isn't just gonna happen that quick you know i you know well but at the same time you know obviously yeah it's it doesn't happen in a flash but it's right now what you're doing is part of that journey right that overall journey because you know if the the end goal is to get down to i think when we talked before it was like venezuela or brazil i was thinking like you know the american virgin islands maybe down into like south well, but the america. end goal was yeah south yeah, america yeah. right yeah and definitely that's absolutely 100 percent doable it just it's gonna take more experience it's steps and, it's you know yeah. it's voyages you know that you know it's like baby steps really it's you know get to know your boat get, get to know what's gonna happen if something's gonna break which i with my boat i'm really happy with it because i i can pretty much look at it and when I'm going, I'm like, yeah, it's going to last. Like, I'm not I'm not afraid of something snapping on me tomorrow. Because right, it's right. pretty, it's simple, you know? Yeah, yeah. So. There's nothing, like, crazy complex on it. I mean, you do have a furling unit, which I think sometimes those get a little finicky at times. But still, oh, yeah. everything's everything's pretty 
pretty well dialed in. I don't see when I look at your boat, I don't see a whole bunch of homemade crazy systems. Oh no! And for some reason, like, you I think mean, you're just need. just uh, looking at like per se your neighbors, man. He's got every gadget on there, you know. And it's like, dude, when you're actually out there, like you better be doing some like just basic selling, right? Because you get into some serious squalls. You got more lines on your boat than you can even think of. And all that, what happens, I mean, sure, it all runs back to the cabin. What happens if those lines get tangled up top? What are you going to do? Well, you know? and and kind of relying on those more complicated systems, it, it, it makes you sort of complacent, and then you don't get to practice the just traditional sort of seamanship skills. Right. And then all of a sudden, if a system fails, then you're caught off guard because you have to go back to the old school way to do it. And that right. is always, always bad because it's really if there was one bit of advice I'd give to anybody, it was just, you know, make sure you have those fundamentals down because your GPS isn't yeah. going to save you. And, you know, this line, that line, that's not going to do it. If it's Now, now on the on the you know, for, for me, I mean, thinking about it logically. Right. Yeah. The, the the GPS and the radar and stuff like that, those are good to have. Oh yeah, you know, I mean, you want to know what's coming around you, or, or people to see where you're at. I mean that. I mean, for the most part, unless you just really want to disappear, and then, haha, <laughs> you can't see well, nothing. Yeah, you know right. what I mean. <laughs> but um, I mean, those are good to have. But I'm talking more the um, like physical. You know, your, right, your physical right. stuff that you have to do. I mean, the way I look at it, I'm keeping this thing like totally simple. I don't even have a fridge in my boat. You know, yeah. I, I want this to be. Simple, simple. Does it have right. an ice chest in it? No, I do, but I don't use it. Oh, okay, yeah, okay. So, I mean, I could probably use it as storage. Right. I just, um, we'll see how the summer goes. Let's say that. You know? True, true. There you go. So, um, but it doesn't have like the, uh, like I guess some boats, they, the, I, the, you know, your ice fridge, I guess you call it, where. Just a fridge, yeah. Like I, oh, well, you've got either an ice box, which is basically just, uh, that gets cold yeah yeah well, see, my, i don't have anything on my boat that gets cold it's all just you just throw a bag of ice in it right yeah okay or so that's ice an ice box yeah. uh, most or other boats will have a refrigerator so it's just got it's got that little freezer section of like a mini fridge but it's mm. actually in the ice box right and there's like some uh way that some genius made that makes it cold without using a lot of power wow that's amazing yeah it's a little, know? little tiny uh uh compressor pumping freon it is what it is Shrink man it down, it let great. it expand it freezes and then swing. it just i like the fridges system. that run off propane you know i i i've never know. seen one of those <laughs> oh man you see them all the time in rvs oh yeah okay i mean if oh, you could right, put right, one right. of those in a boat it, it would be the most perfect thing you get yourself a you know 20 gallon that thing lasts a month well you, you know the if you thing use is, it just I've got for the fridge though the electric one the normal one and my battery bank it, that that fridge will probably last a lot longer than my battery as well like five ten years wow but how not, many i not, mean is it is it uh i mean it depends on what you're running to i mean you're talking solar now and you're getting into you know the yeah, fundamentals I mean, of your amp hours <clears throat> and all that. No, I, I've never even tried to estimate that stuff. So uh, I have a question, and this is a good question. I've looked up online a lot, and a lot of people don't you know, post this stuff, right? Right, so, right. Um, what is like a good running amp? Um, I run, okay, for, for example, when I do my charging and stuff, it'll bump up to like 14.4, right? And then it'll do that. Wait, you're talking go, about your volts. Right. Okay, So the charge of the battery. Right, right. So when it's charging on my solar... It'll go up to say fourteen four, 
Yeah, yeah. And then it'll cut back down into like your 13.7, 13.5, which is your, you know, it's charged, but it's doing the, you know, the trickle charge. Mm-hmm. The, you know how it um, bumps down. It's got the... It's yeah, it's not delivering. When, when a battery's getting charged, when it's when the battery starts out half full mm-hmm. and it's you're delivering charge to it through solar or the engine or shore power, it's usually juicing it up, and that's why you'll see like 14.2, 14.4 going right. into it. But once those batteries are absolutely topped off, then, yeah, it'll back down because you don't want to... You don't want to keep pushing a battery because they'll they'll do what's called gassing. Yeah, off. gassing. Yeah. yeah, it's not it's not good for your battery at all. It'll actually cause like uh, corrosion around your plates, which will make it not want to charge more. Right. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. and it, it gets this buildup. And the, funny enough, though, one of the techniques to get rid of that buildup is that you do. I can't. It's not. It's not equalization. Maybe it is, but you basically a lot of chargers will have it where you can you hit the batteries with like 16 volts for wow. an hour Burns it off or something and it, yeah it just rips it but it gasses most of the water out so you have to refill that it's like this sort of system you do to repair batteries hey, i've done that a couple of times uh wow, in no. my life on this boat and it's, it's oh, pretty interesting, interesting. Yeah. it just makes it hold hold a charge a lot longer and right right okay now yeah on that subject right there so holding holding a charge and this and that right so i do all my solar every day i'm out there and i'll watch my battery it'll go down like at night to like say 12 8 yeah 12 9 12 8 and then i'll drop down to like 12 7 some nights when i'm when i'm like clouds and stuff i'll see it go down to 12 3 mm-hmm. 12 2 Mm-hmm. And I'm going, ooh, you know, like, it, like this isn't good, you know, stop, stop, <laughs> you know. And so... Well, what are you running? I have nothing. Like, I've told you, I do simple. Like, There's I run my nothing, lights. not a single... Like, I do my... my I got, uh, you know, my LED lights. Okay, like, well, know. so you're running stuff. You're, you're I mean, I got my LED your... lights. I, got, I, I do use my stereo when it's cloudy days. I cut back on that, and I charge and my phone. And the plot thickens. Well, I think we've <laughs> isolated why your battery level drops a little. Okay, no, so, that's so, totally the question, so, so the question here, right? <laughs> <laughs> the question is, where am I in my battery level? Because I know I'm running, you know, you're flooded, and... Yeah. Like when when it comes down to the voltage, what is it too low? Uh, usually, uh, what I've found, and again, I because they say eleven nine, but I I'm not an expert by any means at all. Um, I'm pretty sure when I see, typically, if my batteries are starting to fall below twelve, so if they get into the the eleven like nine, nine, eleven seven, right, stuff like right. that, then. I'm I'm almost draining those suckers. Right. So I have to sort of cut back on what I'm using. Um, you know, maybe the fridge. So you don't cut back high. until you see twelve. Um, no, I don't worry about it because I I know that you know the next day the solar is going to hit the panels and it's going to charge it all up because I have I have enough solar that if the sun comes out my batteries are going to be float charging like by, that by like two o'clock and one o'clock in the afternoon. Right. Right. And you got what? 200 watt. Um, up there. I, I want to say it's, it's uh 300 something total in the two. Cause I, I believe it's a one fifty and a one eighty. Oh yeah. Can't be a hundred percent sure, but no, I mean, I always look at that. So typically if I, if I turn the shore power off and the charger off, um, which I, I do do every once in a while. Um, you just said do 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 do. 
<laughs> it'll drop down to in the morning it'll be at 12 2 12 3 and that that seems pretty normal um, okay so i'm like like uh anxiety has like loosened up yeah bit, don't worry know? about i mean if if your batteries have a little hatch that you can like a little cap yeah definitely you got to keep those you want to make sure the water right is and and what up. i on that note um i've watched a couple of videos and listened to some people they're saying like don't fill it all the way up just fill it to where the top of the plates are because that's where the you know the actual stuff happens i don't know if it works or not yeah, they're saying it gives again. uh room for the uh you know when you when you're in your 14 fours for the guys right right i i like it's it's one of those things where i, I you hear so many different variations on what is the correct way to do something oh like, yeah definitely I'm lost. I mean, I, I took off to go to the BVI one time and from Charleston, and halfway through, I was noticing that the minute the sun went down, my batteries just dropped. And I went and looked, and they had basically gassed all the water, and I didn't have any battery water. I had to go for the next, like, four or five days, I think. Um, ah, really just, just not using much of anything at all and thinking that I had just destroyed those batteries. And ah. unfortunately, it never... I wasn't able to catch. Pure so if you're rain. in a, if you're, yeah, exactly. And that's you what I was going to say. Rain in a pinch, oh, rain. But... No, but actually, rain is really good because it comes from the sky. Now it's going to catch what particles are in the sky, right? Well, but it's you don't actually want that. distilled water. You don't. You don't want that, though. I mean, it it can be used. The best stuff. Right. That's what use. I'm saying. It it could catch what particles right, are in right, the sky, exactly. but when you use rainwater, it's actually distilled water. So yeah. if you do come into a pinch, get some rainwater. Yeah, you know, and yeah, it, exactly. yeah, and that's your way out. Just make sure there's not any salt water. And there's there. actually people that say that rainwater is better, you know, than actual distilled. Kooks, so. dude, they're kooks. I don't know. Who knows, man? I, I like to get mine directly from an AC unit drip. That's distilled. Oh, or wow. just from the supermarket because it's only a gallon. <laughs> just don't forget to label it so you don't accidentally. I There was one year where I had. Like 10, 10 gallon jugs on the boat, and then one was the battery distilled water, and they all got mixed up somehow. I think the labels came off. Huh. I don't know. Maybe that's why I'm so weird. That's cool. <laughs> no, but um, I don't know. And that's that's it's interesting to talk about this stuff because those are sort of the dilemmas and the puzzles that we all go through oh, when yeah. we first start trying to figure out our boats and. I mean, I've been through all sorts of the wiring and all that stuff. I haven't replaced all of it, but I've replaced a lot of it on this boat. And I was never an expert at it by any means. Um, you know, it, it's just one of those things. But, that it, it's but that's the thing about us is we're not experts. You know, we're, yeah. we're, uh, but we're, we're willing to get into it. You know? <clears throat> exactly. And, and you get the right book in your hand and you take enough time and watch enough YouTube videos, you're, you're going to be able to outsource the problems. Or create your own, or not problems. Or yeah, you know? right. <laughs> I've done that before. Yikes! There's still a few fishy things around this boat that uh, I've definitely created, but I think the engine is actually knock on wood. I think it's sorted. Nice. It hasn't been. I. It started out. It kind as, of fixed itself, huh? No. Oh no, no, no. I fixed it. What? Ah. Fixed itself. No, I. Had to Aren't replace. you just part of the boat? No. <laughs> <laughs> I was getting fuel into the engine, so it was the the oil level was going up astronomically. Right. And uh, this was happening when the boat was here in the marina, and um, 
figured that it was it was actually fuel instead of water, mostly from the smell of it. But changed the injector pump or the um, ah the lift like pump, a float, yeah. the first pump, and then it was great. Everything held. I left it all just like I would normally out at sea. And then two days later, my bilge was not filled, but it had a decent amount of diesel in it, mm. and it was just all the screws that were holding that new lift filter or lift too tight or something they weren't tight enough i was Ah. able to turn them like three times each oh wow so you just tighten those up and you were like and so far again knock on wood it's been a couple of days i've run the engine a couple times and uh, i haven't checked it yet today but yesterday i checked it there's no drips the engine runs and the oil level is right at the the perfect line so nice Nice. i was really dreading that because it can turn into all sorts of nightmare issues and I don't know. That that's one of the things that sort of nobody wants me. to. No, yeah, I, I was gonna pop a joke right now, but I'll go for it. Nobody wants to be an Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> that's Aaron, an if you're listening, that was a inside total joke, joke. man. <laughs> Our buddy Aaron's gonna be on the podcast soon enough. As soon oh as he man, shows his face around Gee. here. Tell the bridge story. I can't wait to hear that one. Oh yeah, right, right. Well, and speaking of the bridge story, I gotta hear the I gotta hear the story about the rocks. You got to tell us about that. Oh, going through Charleston up? Yeah. Holy crap. So so set us up. This okay, one's so, a good one, folks. All right, back back to when I went to the place, got yelled out, almost got kicked off, which actually shot out to uh, Charleston Marina as well, the city of Charleston. Uh, the guy, the dock master is awesome. Uh, don't ask me his name right now. Um, but if you ever go there, he's way cool. Anyways, um, he helped me out, and I got my 2-2 running. So I got a 2-2 right on the back of my sail, 25. I'm going maybe three knocks, max, right? And I, yeah. and, and I have no idea how the currents work yet. Right, right. So I'm coming in low tide. I go through, um, I think it's, um, it's right there by James Island, I believe. Uh, there's, a, there's a bridge where I had to get lifted, which has a story in itself. <laughs> Okay, first, so that's you're coming from the intercoastal into Charleston. From Charleston going on to the ICW, going down by Wabala, coming down to Beefer. Okay, okay, gotcha. So right there, there's a bridge. Ah, man, I wish I remembered. It's like Wahoo or Bri- Wahoo Bridge or something like that. Right. Um, get that one lifted. Um, I didn't know. I, first time li- lifting a bridge. Um, yeah, would you just because you? Well, I VHF. called him in. But, oh, but on my your cell VHF, phone? yeah, no, on on the on VHF, yeah, on my VHF. But I never really used the VHF, so I'm like, and it's inside my my galley. Safe so, at any speed. Oh my god! So I'm like doing this, <laughs> and I'm like calling her, trying to get all these things going. I look up, and I'm like going head and right towards the the bank, and I end up in between a dog, got to get pulled out. Like it was one hell of a, oh, a ride right there. But right. I got out. <laughs> and they finally lift the bridge. I'm like, yeah, you know, get through it. I'm all excited. I, you know, copper something that was like, you know, falling apart. <laughs> hey, little victory right there. Right, right. So, so, so imagine this little 25 footer, right? Two, two on the back going maybe, I mean, current's coming down. I'm going in between like, that thing's what, 100, 150 foot wide at the most, maybe 100 feet. 75 Where? feet going um, up through the Wahoo Bridge on that little cut. Okay. I, I've never been there. Okay. Well, if you've ever been there, it's insane, right? And especially <laughs> if you're going up the current. Yeah. Right? Because, I mean, I'm I'm literally 
going up this thing and I'm looking at, I mean, there's all these people's backyards, right? There's this guy over there barbecuing, right? And I like wave to him. <laughs> right. And like two minutes later, I'm like maybe five foot ahead and going, Oh, hey. so you're going, you're going into the car. Oh my so, gosh. Gotcha. And, and I have way. no power, right? I'm right. trying and these speedboats are going by me like, zirn, 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 and I'm already got rapids coming down, right? <laughs> like, if I lose any control of this, I'm going right into the rocks. It's going to be a bad show, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And I'm just like, oh my gosh. And uh, yeah, it was insane. And uh, just um, go, that was an experience. Because I mean, that's when your heart's going, holy crap. Well, you know? when you can see that that danger there, because I mean, yeah, rocks and boats don't mix. and At all. Sort of like a, almost a guaranteed game over sometimes. Oh, it was, uh, it was scary because I, I knew that, I mean, going on a tutu and it wasn't even that good of one so right. I, I mean i'm, I'm catching yeah, the like whole a quarter knot oh the whole way up this. is it gonna die <laughs> I, I i worry about that on my boat when i'm sitting there waiting for the ladies island bridge you know oh, it's yeah. that, i i'm a, a big proponent of murphy's law and it's sort of like well the time for my engine to die would be right by ladies island bridge right I'm sitting there waiting and he's gonna open it my engine's gonna die and then i'm gonna panic and try and figure out how in the heck i can deal with this but Again, that's where sort of a little bit of pre-planning starts to come. Well, and then and then that has to do with the boat too. I mean, you you're on a 32 foot Wessel. I'm on a 25 foot Cal. I can maneuver my boat like on a dime. Yeah, you know, it's like that's one thing I like about my boat. I can catch the current and just come in just right. And and I I I could, I mean, I can write names with my boat easy. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. When you got a bigger boat, you really have to like know what you're doing. To get well, it, yeah, I mean, and know. and it has to. If if this boat plows into something, like that, something's gonna get a lot of damage. Too. <laughs> and I don't have a paycheck for that sort of stuff. Right, right. <laughs> That's funny. But so okay, so you make it down here. Was that was that the last trip from from Charleston down to here? No. Okay, no, I, I, more. Fill me oh in. man, I come here like pretty much dead in the water. I, I, I got stuck over in Wabala, um, at a place called Cherry Point, uh, seafood company. I'll just throw their name out there too. Nice there shout out. Um, they're, they're, um, really good people, man. Uh, met some really good people and I, and I didn't have an anchor for a while. So I was stuck on a, po- a public dock, but it was out in the middle of nowhere. Right. And, um, like there was no shops or anything. You know, like it was like okay, end of a dirt road. Oh man, it was just like holy crap. But you know, I got a lot of help from the locals and uh, just worked on this and that. Ended up getting, uh, I got a propane, one of them five horse Mercury uh, sailboat motor, thirty inch shaft. Is that the one that you have on? That's now? the one on the back now. Nice. Okay. Yeah, and it's a good motor. Um, I enjoy. It's very quiet, um, but it's really hard to get propane on a boat. You know, yeah. Well, but like last time I saw you, I think didn't you have like three or four tanks on there or something? I got five now. Five tanks. Yeah. Oh my gosh, you're like a sailing bomb. <laughs> but I, I shouldn't say anything because I have, uh, I think four tanks on my boat. So. <laughs> They're the smaller yeah. ones, but I have one big one. There it is. Yeah, yeah. I got five big ones, but um, it's uh, it's convenient. It's I I I don't know. I I, I need to work on my motor, but. 
I mean, for as it is, I came in here. Okay, now we're going back. See, I get. Shoom. Yeah, yeah. I, did, no, I just did a big good. old. Don't worry. Uh, circle back. We're, we're just, just like our. We're gonna we're gonna get through <laughs> the whole saga of how you got from that marina, that beautiful day where you bought the boat, holy crap, kicked back on the foredeck, cracked a beer, and just looked out at the world a different way, all the way down to right here, right now, at Ladies Island Marina. Yeah. So I okay. <laughs> all right. So I went and. Um, I was kicking back there. I ended up. Uh, you're on that. You're on the uh, public dock. How did I do it that time? See, now um, I can't remember if I, I took the ocean actually. Okay, so finally I got things ready. Um, took me a while to get all the things I needed to take off again. Right. Right. Plus, and you've got a working, working. Well, I had to get an engine. anchor and a and a road and chain and right, you know right. uh, motor and my electric going and my solar. So I got my solar hooked up. Did you Somewhat. have your soul? Oh, okay. You because right. you just had it laying on the. I didn't have nothing on the deck. Right? I, I had okay, to order okay. all this. I did gotcha. it over at. The I, well, I'm as you're trying to remember. I'm trying to picture what your boat was like. Right, when, right. When I got down here, oh, it had nothing on it. Right, right. Yeah. Exactly. So I, so I ended up. Um, I was cut. So I left Wadmala because there was nothing there. I needed to get more towards civilization so I can get things right. Yeah, yeah. Supplies and work on the boat and this and that. I ended up coming down. Uh, went to the ocean. Came in the. Um, oh man, I don't know. It's where Morgan Island is. I, I don't know. Oh, what that cut is uh, right there. it's Port, like the Saint Helen. Saint Helena. Yeah. Saint Helena. Yeah. And that's a, that's a sketchy oh, place to come in and out of. It's a very narrow, twisty channel that goes on for a while. When I wait, the first time I the first time it. I came in on it was good. I mean, I saw I saw the you know where you can bottom out and this and that, and I got in because when you're coming in from the north, you can catch the out the inside, right? Right. So it'd be the inside right there. So Jason one, St. Helen Channel. Zero. Exactly. Right. Nice. All right. Yeah, That's got where that we one. started. So, <laughs> it, <laughs> so it came in. Everything was good. I wanted to go see the isle, the monkeys on the island. So I went to the backside of Monkey Island, which is on the main channel. Right. Okay. And uh, went in this little creek, anchored out right there. It was pretty cool. Came in at night. I was looking at my charts, and I and it just looked like again Marshall with wrote. the night entries. Jeez, dude, I like I like all the night stuff. You do, man. You're, <laughs> you must have good vision or something. I I hate it. Anytime I'm I actually avoid, going off radar, really, geez. and then what I see and uh, make that point when I went to anchor, there was just marsh, and there was supposed to be this little creek, and I couldn't see the creek at all. So I did like a quick 180 and like back uh, up through my anchor. You know what I mean? I I will literally go and sit hove to. Outside of any place that I've never, well, I shouldn't say that, but any any busy place that's difficult to get into, I won't even try it. I'll just wait. I'll just wait. I'll hove two out there. No big deal. I got no. I'm I'm in no rush. But that's just me. Yeah. I'm a fraidy cat when it comes to obstacles and things. That's why I'm really comfortable in the open ocean. Right, right, yeah. right. So you get in there, and what? So. Okay, yeah, keep going. So okay, yeah, so so I get in there and I and I get down here to Ladies Island, got my boat fixed up, got That was when we met. When right, we finally right. got down in Exactly. Here. And you were gone. You actually came in after your trip that you did that was canceled and then you ended up making a trip out. See, that's one thing I like about you, man. Like you could have totally just said, "Ah, screw it. You know, I got all this stuff on here. I guess I'll have to sell it. I'm not going to eat." But you're but you're intention was no i'm gonna go out and i'm gonna have some fun i you know i can do this and you ended up going where like europe down to africa back up the caribbean yeah well i did the the atlantic loop basically without without being able to stop anywhere because we were in the 
height of things at mm-hmm. that point. But yeah, I was out uh, 88 days for that one. 10,000 nice. 10, miles. That's insane. But I, I had no choice in the match. I mean, I could have tried to go back to Maine, but I would have been beating into the wind, and there were already uh, storm systems mm. that were headed up there. I think at least one of them was a hurricane, so I didn't want to tangle with that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. But, okay, so that brings you right back down to here. And right. And you were gone for a little bit, but now you're you're just doing the cleanup, and you're going to be out on the, the mooring buoy, right? That that is what I'm gonna do. But so let's go back to uh, me going. So I got this bright idea. Well, I'm gonna go up to Charleston, and go hang out for a little bit, right? Uh-oh. I and uh, old Jerome here, you know, hey, yeah, you'll be fine. I mean, the guy that's been around the world, been through everything. <laughs> well, now to be fair, we looked at the weather. We, we did. Knew we it was did. gonna be windy, and you and know, it looked calm, but it was not. It did not hit right. Well, it it looked. Oh, it looked calm in like real life when you were out there. Well, on 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 your charts, you're like okay, but then oh, in real life, windy, it's like yeah. Well, because because windy has this really, it's more for those marine forecasts, I guess, because it'll be blowing uh, two miles off the coast of Charleston. It's blowing fifty, but then it just goes green. It's blowing like ten knots for everything right, right. to the land, which which makes no sense at all. But so going yeah. back to the Morgan Island, the Saint Helena right. sound, right, right there. Yeah. Um. So. That was my second attempt. This is where I went one on one. Gotcha. Okay. So I was going and I'm trying to come out. And, I'm, and when you're leaving, um, if you're on the front side of Morgan Island, it actually is real shallow and it goes into the main cut, right? So you right. Gotta, there's like an opening right there and the, the sandbanks change up on you. So whatever you see on your maps isn't really like it could be that way or it could not be that way. Right. Right. right with your depths. So. I mean, it's really good to have a depth finder, which I don't have. <laughs> Me neither. But um, <laughs> and so I'm coming up, and I'm and I and I'm getting in. And if you look to your left, that's where the the shallow is right there, where the yeah. banks are, and there's a bunch of waves and stuff. So and there's a little cut on the right too. Well, there's a bunch of islands on the right too. So there's this little spot you can get in, and if you don't hit it right, it's a it's very hard to get out. I was yeah, going to say yeah. a cuss word, but <laughs> trying to keep man. it clean. Nice, um, appreciate that. Uh, so. It, so when you're going out, well, I'm going and the waves are kicking up this and that. And I'm like, I got this, I got this, you know, and I'm going and I'm fighting the waves a little bit, man. I get right up into it. Maybe right at pretty much the line to the land and the water. If that yeah. makes any sense, you know, right like, at the coastline, right, right yeah. when you're going to get out of it, but I'm in the, the middle of it. Right. Right. And holy crap. I was getting just knocked around this i mean it was probably the most intense that i've been in yeah it was like i was getting swells like three different ways right it was like yeah, a big toilet it's all, bowl it's all getting broken up on the shoals all around you oh yeah it came up it's got my boat going up and i came down like and then it pushed me to the left and then and then like sucked me around turned my boat around i'm like what the hell is going on right now? I'm in a toilet bowl. It's sucking me down. Yeah, you know? right. And, uh, oh, I've heard stories about that. Like, there's there's people that have literally, like, dropped all their stuff, got their boat sideways to try to come in that cut. And, I mean, just, oh, oh man, these war stories, I've heard about that. And Well, I got my little bit of experience. I, I and, and then that's when I was, like, I learned the, um, okay, enough's enough. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean, and I was like, "Dude, I got to turn around right now." Good man. And I did. I turned around. I caught the waves. It was kind of hard to get my cut, but I got in, and then I, you know, caught the waves back in, and then I just, I, I just went up to ICW at that point. 
Nice. Okay. But gotcha. yeah, that was my one and one right there. <clears throat> right there. And then uh Dead Even. Yeah. It's uh Well it is. It's a it's a hairy I mean, you know, this this one is a deep water channel pretty much the whole way. It's, right. It's pretty well marked and it's just long. It's like twenty five miles just to get out to the sea. Oh yeah. And then you gotta go all the way up there. So Well, and then even getting close in because of all the you know, your sandbanks and your you know, this and that out there. Oh yeah, it's, no for you know, sure. Low tide, you gotta be real careful around here. Oh yeah, no, absolutely. I, and it is, it, it still amazes me. I mean, I'm I'm used to the higher, the big range of tides up north. You know, up in Maine, obviously Gloucester, that sort of stuff. For some reason, I I didn't think they were as dramatic down here, but they definitely are. Just watching the these floating docks were on how the big range. Oh yeah, goes I mean, we oh, lose, what eight, nine feet sometimes. Something. I mean, it's yeah. it's up there. Yeah. Well, so what uh, what what sort of uh, advice would you give to anybody who uh, was came to you and said, "Man, I really I've always dreamt about getting on a boat, getting a boat. I hate my job. Uh, I want something different." <laughs> what would you tell them? Oh man, um, it's a bit of a loaded question, I guess, right? Well, yeah. I mean, there's so many things you can tell them. Um, it, just live your life. I mean, if it's re- really think about it, you know, is it really something you want to do? Are you willing to make the sacrifice? There we go. You know yeah. what I mean? Put in the work. Yeah. Are you? Will- I mean, how many, when you're sitting there and you got anxiety, you're like, I'm bored. Are you willing just to sit back and meditate and, you know, just enjoy where you're at? You right. Because there's a lot of that. I mean, let's be true. It's There's a lot of, you know, just dead time, you know? And, uh, I mean, you can make life, Jerome makes a lot of life. I, I really just like sitting back and doing nothing <laughs> scrolling through old tiktok a yeah. little too oh, much yeah, huh? yeah tiktok and checking out <laughs> things which is fun but i mean teach their own but it's just a different lifestyle you know um you're gonna have really good times yeah oh yeah you know and then you're gonna have really i wouldn't call them bad times just uh maybe like learning moments learning or... moments yeah i would have to say That's well good. you're always gonna end up with a story to tell learning so. about yourself moments yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. That's yeah. that's really what it is, and um, it's it's not for everybody. You know, some dreams are supposed to be kept as dreams. <laughs> now, yeah. Well, and <laughs> on that, just thinking about it, if if somebody said, "Well, what what should I do? What should my first steps be if I wanted to get onto a boat after going through what you've gone through? What what do you think would make it easier for somebody?" Or buy a boat with let, a title. Let's say safer. <laughs> <laughs> buy safer a boat to... with a title. Okay, um, that's number one. Yeah, because you still have to sort that bring out. Bring right? some. Here's a here's a good one. Bring somebody that knows about boats. There you go. Yeah. Nice. Okay. Because when, when you're, you're looking at them, right? When you're looking the at them, you know. I was lucky that I have a you know a boat with a good strong hull. You know, all the through hulls are good. You know, um, the, the the research that I did on the boat was good for the the strong points but what about all those little points you know does it have paneling on the inside how's it gonna you know deal with cold nights Um, right right you know what i mean just the the little things you know is is the electric looking good how are your pipes you know well and that yeah i mean that sort of stuff that that when i bought this boat i i really didn't have a huge amount of knowledge i had a decent amount but not much as far as the engine went i mean it ran i made the guy run it it looked good but I also didn't say, well, take it up to 1,800 RPMs and let's let it sit there for an hour and see if she overheats. You know, Right, sort of right, right, right. Um, so I would add 
not only to have a friend, but you know, don't be timid about it. But another thing I would say is like, um, like on a money scale, oh, it's like, oh, make sure you have enough money or this and that. I don't want to. I don't want to. You'll put, never have enough money. Yeah, I don't want to put boundaries in, in in between. I didn't have a lot of money. No. You know, but it's it. Are you willing for the sacrifice? And that's and that's that's the thing is the willingness. You know, if if you're a weak person to where you can't handle things and you need to. You know, call home every night or you know stuff like that, which hey, is good. I talk to my mom. Oh, oh no, it's great, but you know what I mean. Like the like, <laughs> I know. I'm you know, kidding. it's uh, no. I family's number one. You know, but it's just that it takes a certain person. You know, the idea is great. You know, maybe maybe. Well, but I, you know what though, I I think I I I think that that person can be brought out of somebody. Sure buy a boat sure by experiencing some of the things that you have to experience as long as they're willing to stick it out right and you know punish and thoughts create too you know so yeah you know the thought there might just make you that person well and and might i add to sort of steps you you definitely want to take would be if you can and have the means get the boat surveyed before you buy any boat because True. that that will basically those guys will find any little faults and things like that. And usually that means the boat gets hauled out of the water. Well, that so. just scared me, man. Let's not talk about this. No, now. yeah, don't worry about it. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I don't know. Is my boat okay? You got to be sketching now. Yeah, right. Or find one that's been surveyed recently sort of thing. Right, that, or that one that somebody, helps. you know, has taken care of it. Well, that yeah, that's that's true. I mean, but it, it's kind of this, this um, trade-off between – you almost want to find that boat that's been neglected, so it's not as expensive. But you don't want to find one that's been neglected Just to the lemon. point where it doesn't yeah. work anymore, and everything's going to everything's break. like delaminating and <laughs> right, exactly, exactly. So yeah. I don't know. I mean, you know, there's 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 pros and cons, but I, I guess in the end, my my last question would be like, are you glad that you got a boat? Oh yeah, for sure. I wouldn't change it. For the oh, world. there's so much honesty in his eyes, right oh, now, yeah. folks. <laughs> you know, and there's days that I wonder the same question. You know, should I be somewhere else or should I be doing this? At the moment, I'm so glad that I am doing what I'm doing. You yeah. know, the people that I've met, the places that I've seen, the animals, the water, the situations, the environment. I mean, just everything. Yeah. You know, it's really um, just been a soul grabber for me. Nice. You know, um, it makes me feel like an individual. And that's uh, something I was missing for a long time. Well, you're a sailor now, so we're, you need to get yourself a nice little uh, passage under your belt one of these days. Maybe it's just coming, from here it's to coming. Charleston or something like that, where you actually you, you go offshore, you do at least one night, maybe two, mm-hmm. and you get there via your sails, and you, we'll, we'll get you there for sure. I mean, yeah. you're going to be down here for a while, right? Yeah. yeah. I, I Well, I mean, I don't know. Who knows? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's, that's the thing I... Uh, being in this thing i could be gone tomorrow i know i don't well, know that's another you know and that's i i yeah. you know down here there's a lot of people that are friendly and and i guess i've gained some friends here you know? yeah, yeah um but there's always that thought well if there's friends here there's got to be friends somewhere else too you know it's true it's and, true and i didn't just walk into this <laughs> like yeah, right. yeah it's like I didn't come, oh, hey, I got friends down here. No, everybody that I met here was people that I've um, opened up to. And uh, if if you're, it's really cool to be able to open up to people in this community because they're such just good people. 
Now, now you have those certain ones that you're just like, yeah, oh my gosh. yeah, we don't know. Yeah. And then you got people like I'm not gonna mention no names that just safety you up every day. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, do you got this? You know, is, is this uh, certified with this? You don't clip in. <laughs> no, I do not. <laughs> but, uh, oh man, no, I know it is, and and it's it's been a lot of fun having you down here. I mean, when I when I got back. And your boat, you and your boat, and then does your boat have a name? Yeah, Prince of Tides. Prince of Tides. When yeah. you when you and Prince of Tides were here, and then Aaron was here on his boat, which is kind of similar, right. really similar situation to where the boat's at, and uh, it was just great because I was trying to offload all the stuff from my voyage. Oh, I got a heck of a kickdown. Oh man. my gosh, it was that. How many was, kind bars did I get? Oh gosh, like eight hundred or something. Holy like that? crap! I, I was like. Know. Whoa! <laughs> it was probably like two thousand dollars worth. Holy crap! Yeah, I went. I Happy actually, I no, finally I ran out of them, and I went to the store and bought me like the fifteen packs, right? Yeah. And I was like, "Oh God, twenty dollars, <laughs> thirty of them? Oh, that ain't nothing." <laughs> I know, right? Well, I ordered those kind of in bulk, or at least directly from the uh, place, so they were probably a little cheaper. But no, I just, I well, I needed to get everything off here. I still have, you know. A decent amount. And it's of funny that how it works, dude. You stuff. had that that you know that two hundred gallon. Uh, oh, I know. Yeah, and you were yeah, able and to you sell took that off, and I that ended up. Great. Yeah, it was. I mean, just things work out. It's, no, uh, it is. Well, and that's that's one of those things. You know, I, I've always found that the the boating community are typically very very open to helping each other, mm-hmm. and uh, I don't know. We just it, it's it's sort of like I, I wonder if it's just because our houses can sink that. Whenever somebody needs they do. to do something you know, on their the thing, boat, yeah. like we're all like, "Yeah, no worries, we'll help you with that one." Yeah, I've, um, talk about yeah. I mean, we could talk for days, man. I got all these oh, thoughts know, in my right? head, you know. But well, and we're we're already past an hour, but uh, holy crap! Who knows? Maybe we'll maybe we'll uh, do another do follow round one later on, you know, <laughs> something like that. Yeah. But I I definitely want to thank you for coming on, and uh, I definitely appreciate it, and. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll see. I still we need to get out. I want to sail on that boat just oh, out man. here, just out here. We will, we will. As soon as it, soon a, as it warms a good, up a little bit, clear day. I'll stick around for that. As long as it's yeah, if it's if we can get it up in the sixties, like mid sixties, that'd be nice. Uh, a couple more good. weeks. All right, Jason. Thank you very much. Hey, happy sailing, guys. <laughs> All right, everybody. Big thanks for Jason coming over and sharing some of his experiences. And just a quick update. Uh, the audio version of Sailing Into Oblivion is now available on Audible. So if you uh, would rather listen to it than read it and you actually enjoy my voice, (laughs) you can pick it up on there. And as always, if you do enjoy the podcast, please uh, consider becoming a patron. Just go to podbean.com and look for Sailing Into Oblivion and become a patron. Keep this podcast on the air. Have a good day and sail safe.